0: Is my boomstick. What's your favorite scary movie?
1: Good evening, and welcome to Shiver, a horror movie podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Daniel Devana, and I'm David Uyoa. And uh, today we are going to be talking about um, what is very likely the the hottest new horror movie to hit the scene. One of the most talked about movies, uh, I think all year, Uh, you know, this and X, I think um, are just about the most talked about movies. And um, I would say that it's one of the most original movies, like not just horror movies, but one of the most original movies to come out in a long time. Um, and, And that is certainly something uh, to to be celebrated because I think like so often we get the uh, like the next installment in a series that should have right. died m- like a couple installments ago or we get you know the 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 reboot or the requel or something like that so um, uh, I mean to say nothing of the remake right so right. Um, this is something that kind of you know it, it came out of nowhere. Um, it got a lot of buzz before it even came out. You know, I, I'm pretty sure Pennywise has something to do with that. Yeah, I think so. so. Um I guess the big question is, you know, as as we move into our overview and look at that. Oh my! What <laughs> this,
0: my man gets a day off because of a storm, and look at what he's got going on here.
1: Yeah. Do you see that? Well, we'll do that one more
0: time for for those of you
1: watching. Uh, no one's watching right now.
0: No, yeah, that's all right. Bam! It. Boom!
1: The overview. Uh, so I'll... did this? You like that? Did you freeze or did I freeze?
0: Oh, is my internet going out? I really hope not. Love it. All those, all those, cl- all those times. You back? I am back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I there you go. Know. Yeah, that was that was my internet. Um, oh, okay. But, uh, I thought it was it should, mine. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it was mine because I got the little warning up there. But we should be good now. But I was in the process of saying now when we come up with clever titles for the segments, people yeah. will get to see them. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like that, that that that'll be nice. So, yeah. um, I. I want to, okay, so we we were kind of, sort of going to talk about this before the show started, decided not to. What
0: did you think? All right, so Barbarian, right? Everybody's, everybody, I'm, as soon as, as soon as that first teaser for Barbarian dropped, which was essentially just your classic night footage, look at the people screaming in the theaters, teaser i start getting texts from like everybody i know who does this show like have you, have you heard about barbarian they're saying it's the scariest movie ever bah, bah, bah. and so i did what i tend to do when something's getting a lot of hype and i try to just ignore it i'm mm-hmm. like i know i'm gonna watch it i don't need to see a trailer to convince me i'm going to so let, let's just let it happen I'll, I'll get to it when we're gonna do it for the show and i'll come at it fresh so I sit down and watch this last week, having absolutely no idea what to expect. The only thing I knew was when I told a friend of mine that this is what we were doing, he goes, Oh, is that the one about the Airbnb? I said, yeah, I guess so. I, I said, I literally know nothing except for that. It's got a scars guard in it. And I'm 99% <laughs> sure it's the Pennywise one. So I-, I start this movie, not knowing what to expect. And it's, it's it's really scary okay no here's the thing this movie is terrifying Mm -hmm. um for 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 all the hype that it got about being scary and being original uh it 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 lived up to all of that there were some genuinely horrifying moments in this movie some that were Jump scare, scary. Some that were monster scary. Some that were creep down in your bones scary. Mm-hmm. There was a lot to this that was very, very, very scary. Um, but the the ultimate. So the question of you know does does it scare? Does it satisfy on that front? Yes. Uh, does it leave us wanting? Yeah. And we're and I'm going to explain more kind of as we get into the story but there's a it's not even a plot hole it's just a uh it's just, so this suspension of disbelief right I, i'm trying to figure out how to word that you can you can call it plot hole because i've got 10 of them <laughs>
1: written down here that i'm going to rattle off when we get yes yeah,
0: so so when we get into story i'll establish it more but th- there's something there there's there's a po- there's a, a moment at the end of this movie that I disliked so much that it tainted the rest of the movie for me. I was really all in on all of this media hype until the very end when this movie decided to single-handedly redefine Mary Sue is really the, the only way that I can put it. This, The end of this movie took that idea of, you know, creating the powerful final girl and went so far with it that it was no longer relatable, understandable, or believable. And that was bothersome to me. So does it leave me wanting? Yeah. It wants me, it leaves me wanting a good ending because the (laughs) ending of this movie was dog shit. But until that point, I thought it was really, I thought it was really good for a long time (laughs) into it the end of this movie just really crapped so hard on all of it for me. So I think that
1: our, our, I think we're somewhat on the same page. Um, I'll say this. I think that you can put lipstick on a pig and make it nice, but it's a nice looking pig. Um, and, and, And I think that that's what this movie is. When this movie was done, all i kept thinking about was was the the amount of liberty taken with this story yeah better or worse than high tension I, and that that was mm. that was the bar that i was using and i'm i'm almost happy that we weren't able to record this last week because it would have given me only a day and a half to think about it and now I've been given over a week to think about this, and I can say unequivocally that the plot holes in this movie are not something I can get over. Right. Um, I think that this is one of the best made movies I've seen in a long time. Like the, the craft is there, and and there's, there's certainly a passion there. And there's, there's callbacks to, to other horror movies. I definitely got hints of, uh, evil dead, uh, you know, that sort of like house in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, how does it exist? You know, that I, I got feelings of that. And the, the fact that there's this, you know, monster that you can't explain, you know, maybe it's not, you know, the Necronomicon and the, and the deadites, but it's mother. Right. And, um, so I I, I I really appreciate what was done because I think that this is an incredibly well-made movie um, because it, at the end of the day, it's, it, it's a B movie that looks like an A movie. Correct. I and agree. and, and th- I mean, on, on that level alone, like you have to call it a success. But my my biggest gripe with this thing is that it makes not one iota of sense um like from start to finish um whether you're looking at it from the like the way the movie progresses or chronologically nothing makes any fucking sense and the more i think about it the more it upsets me and so i tried not to think about it but i couldn't right um and we 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 talked interestingly <laughs> uh, uh about this same scenario with Halloween 3 season of the witch yeah, where it's like, man, a lot of these decisions don't make a lot of sense. But here's the thing is that that movie doesn't take itself seriously. Not for a second, And and it doesn't want you to take it seriously. But I think that this is a movie that has a lot to say. Yes. Um, uh, like there there are many different themes running through this movie. There's there's three major themes and they're all really great themes. They're very timely. And so you you kind of have to take this movie a little seriously because it, it ventures to say something. Yeah. It ventures to do something. And um, so so I, I think it wants to be held on uh, on the same level as uh, something produced by Jordan Peele or Ari Aster. And the difference is that those guys know how to write the fuck out of a script. Right. And, and that's what this didn't have so well. i i know that we'll get to it but uh this this is maybe the most mixed bag movie i think that we've we've ever done
0: yeah because
1: because there's a lot of great but there's also a lot of garbage
0: yeah and that's that's kind that's where i stood with it so and i i i was i was you know i've been and you're right we were going to review that we were going to do this last week and i and i couldn't so so i've done the thing where now i've had a week and I've been trying to think it over. And and so I've tried to kind of delve into what other people are saying to see maybe, you know, kind of what I missed, you know, because I'm not perfect at this. Nobody yeah. is. And, and, you know, there there's always stuff to miss. And I just knew that this was that, that people were just singing the praises of this. And I was like, there must be something I'm missing. But and this is I, this is going to sound like old white duty of me but it's this movie yeah i did say (laughs) duty um this movie i think right now i think a lot of people because of some of the themes that are presented in this movie and how timely they are and and how important those things are to our culture right now people are mm. Yeah, this this uh, this sounds ridiculous to say. Like I said, this sounds like old, angry old white man yelling at clouds. But I think that a, a lot of people are afraid to point out the flaws in this movie because they're going to get backlash for being anti feminist or being or being against uh, you know or or being against the the Me Too movement or, or things like that that, yeah. are, that are kind of uh, that are approached in this movie. Because as I read other things that people were saying everybody no like nobody was mentioning some of these plot holes that we're about to get into and everybody kept singing the praises of the end which 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 i honestly think is far and away the worst part of this movie the the, the end is pretty terrible and and everybody was like oh well it's it's explaining all these things and i'm like no it's not you just don't want to be the dude who says it so you know what to to our to our 2030 listeners I, we're going to go out there and be the dudes that say it. And you know, I think we're up to about 50 now. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Moving you, up. You, if you have been listening to us till now, you know, where we stand on a lot of these things and how very, you know, how very socially liberal we are about things. Mm. So some of the things that we're going to talk about are I really feel like I just want to approach these things from the aspect of treating this movie as a real piece of art, not just a political statement that you can't speak out against negatively. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's see how it goes from there. Because I honestly, the more and more reviews I read, it felt like this was the type of thing that people were afraid to say anything negative about.
1: I I definitely can see that because um, I think it's not very often that a movie dares to... Uh, that a horror movie rather dares to be this daring in in right. the the subject matter that it tackles, um, and I I, I want to say that you know all three of the themes that run through this are are like really at the forefront of what like politicians are running on correct um, what 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 people talk about that make people upset. You know, so um, that's great. It's that's fantastic, um, but I think that you can you can make a movie about these three things and have it be a good movie, and you can also make a movie about these three things and have it not be a good movie. And right. I, and 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 I think that this movie <laughs> rides that like it straddles that. You know, is it good? Is it bad? Uh, because it is a well-made movie. I just don't know that it makes any sense right so i have one one, one other oh yeah you know one other thing no we'll we'll get to it when when we get to 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 story but i mean um there's one other big issue that i have with with these themes it's not the themes themselves but it's something surrounding it that that we'll get to right
0: so you know we keep saying these three big things in these plot holes so i mean let's get into it let's talk about the story because bonkers isn't a large enough word to describe what happens in this movie, right? I, I mean, there's this movie. There is it, there's a moment in this movie where it seemed like the movie might be over, and then you realized you were only like thirty minutes into it, right? right. Like, <laughs> there's so much that happens. There's there's a there's a time jump. There's there's a there's a, a, a huge underground dungeon. There, there's so so much stuff that happens I mean so let's 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 break it down like I honestly feel like to do this movie justice we've got to just take the time to kind of walk through it which isn't something we normally do but I mean we've got to look at each piece of this movie because it's so weird so I mean just get us started tell talk talk about the story Dave so
1: um in a nutshell there's an airbnb that's double booked um there's uh there's a young woman and and a young man who is already at the airbnb um so through a strange turn of events she decides to stay although he is already there right. and that they're going to work this out the next day the next day um they discover like a whole system of tunnels under the house and are attacked. Correct. He dies and we don't know what her fate is. Right. There's then a time jump. We don't know how far into the future, but it's a couple of weeks, we assume. I think. Because of something that's said by uh, by the property manager. And then we meet uh, Justin Long's character, yeah, uh, for Gil just a long returning to horror. Uh, yeah, uh, man, you know he's he's so fantastic, you know, and he he can do he can do horror, he can do comedy, he can do drama, he can do it all. He really can. Um, yeah, he's got a he's got a career that just uh, you know it dies hard. Yeah. Ah. So um, he is a uh, TV movie producer uh, who has uh, or actor. He's involved in. Some sort of new pilot, yeah, and it um, it's not it's not going well for him because right. he's he's been accused of uh, n- not just assaulting but you know flat out raping someone, correct? And so he loses the pilot. He has to sell off some of his assets so that he can stay afloat. And so he decides to go back to uh, Detroit, where he's from, and he's going to sell some of these properties. And the first one that he goes to is this Airbnb, where he does stumble upon um, Tess, who has been kept alive by this monster. And um, he is also imprisoned by the monster. They're able to uh, uh, escape. And then we get another flashback to uh, what seems to be the 1980s, the early 80s, maybe late um, 70s.
0: So um, Heat of the Moment was playing on the radio, which was a hit in 1982.
1: 82, 82. okay. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, So early 80s, and then we meet Frank, who's the original owner of the house, and he is shopping for diapers and uh, for... um, Plastic sheets. For plastic sheets, yeah, and uh, he... Spies a woman, probably kidnaps the woman.
0: Right. Cause we see him on, he pretends to be for the phone company, unlocks right. the window. Yeah. And it just, it just keeps spiraling from there. Right. It just, yeah. Everything. So then we get back and they're, they're trying to escape the, mo- the Tess escapes the monster, but she has to go back to save uh Justin Long. And so, she she goes back. She's in the process of rescuing him. All the while, he has met who we assume is the man who was kidnapping these women. He is somehow still alive down in this basement, even though we can't move. Uh, and they, they get out. The mother is chasing them. And there's this homeless man who tries to take them in. The mother keeps chasing them. And then the end. But I'm just going to save that for its own thing, right? Yeah. So... So all of that, right? That's 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 this movie in a nutshell. So Dave, what did you th- so, so now that we've explained just because it just needs to be said. Anybody who's listened to this has probably seen it, but there's got to be a recap there. What did you think of the story in this movie, Dave? Let's get into this.
1: Okay, so um I I think that the story can only happen if you throw all logic out the window. Correct. And um, and so, like I said, I've got 10 plot points here that I wrote down um, that I was like, I cannot, cannot get over this. I'm ready. Um, and I I tried to go in chronological order. They're not all in chronological order. So uh, the very first point that I have here is, are we really supposed to believe that one man dug out and reinforced an entire labyrinth? Under Thank his you. Home? Thank you. Um, Like that, that very, the, the the very thing that makes this movie work, which is that there is a system of tunnels under the house. I mean, it's impossible.
0: Yeah. These these things are dug into like bedrock. It's not like, it's not like they're dirt and tunnels with the wood, like in, you know, my bloody Valentine. These things look medieval almost and are like, are carved into there. It's all stone. So yes, mm-hmm. these things have been chiseled out. Agree, harder. His agree. his
1: you know his neighbor has no idea, correct. correct, that anything weird has gone on in his home. And in fact, he's moving because uh, he says the neighborhood is going to hell. Right. So um, to me, that says like there's never even been a sign of construction or right. anything that has gone on there. So you know that that alone kind of discounts the, the rest of the movie. Cause it's like that that's impossible. It wouldn't happen. Um, the next thing is what actually went on down there. Was it like a ritualistic rape thing or, uh, of, of different women or was it that he was raising families? Uh, right. Cause we were, we're heard that there's, uh, we're, we're told that there's incest yes. that, you know, that that's what the mother is, that she's a product of incest. Um, and if that's the case, where are all the bodies of these people? Um, uh-huh. Because he's been down there a long time. Uh, where are the families that he's been raising? Right.
0: And because when when uh, when Justin Long gets in there, there's video after video after video. Mm-hmm. Of, so apparently this is obviously something he's done a ton of times. And we see these cages. In fact, the see- first time
1: we meet him, he's buying diapers, right. and plastic sheets.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, this has obviously been happening for a while. So, yeah, I uh, that's another one where yeah, nobody in the town seemed it's, you know, they didn't seem to have any reason to believe there was a serial killer around or anything. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, not a single bot, not a bone to be found.
1: No, honestly. no bones, nothing. Nothing. Um so uh this this is where I think we start to get into like real deep story points now because that's just like premise right you know? Um, the next thing is why did mother open the bedroom door that first night she opens Tess's bedroom door right right she opened the door but did nothing right, right? so she opens the bedroom door she looks at Tess she leaves um, what was his name um, oh scars scars guard um, shit I can't remember uh, Keith she leaves Keith alone right And yet when we see her later, like she has this uncontrollable need to mother Tess and to murder Keith. Right. Why? And and, and, and how the fuck did she get out? Because there's the only way out is like a little pull string that unlocks that door.
0: Yeah. I, I would, I, the only, yeah. Cause I, I thought of that too. Maybe, maybe pulling the string unlocks, like lifts something on the other side that can just be lifted up from the inside and you can pull it. Like, I mean, if that string goes around and it physically pulls, then maybe you could just pull the string from the inside. But I mean, I, I, I don't maybe? understand. Why, yeah. But I mean, it, and we, we know she can get out. So I don't understand why she didn't just take them. I'm with you on that one. Right. Um, you know so uh and, and then of course there's you know
1: killing keith she yeah. wants to mother everyone right including aj who she just met and is like aggressive towards her correct but keith who does absolutely nothing to her she'll smash his head in so, yeah. like what, what's what's her motivation
0: here uh yeah no i like i at first i was like oh okay she's just you know like and uh, you know, at, at the at first blush, like, oh, she's just some sa- it's just some savage monster that's down there. So she smashed her head. But you're right. Then mm. as the character of Mother developed, it didn't make any sense for her to kill. Keith None at all. Was it, it was him.
1: it was just a shock value. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing, and this is, again, you know, more about premise. But why did AJ buy this property? Because um, he didn't own it from the beginning. He right. didn't grow up in this house. Uh, He bought it and started to rent it. But here's the thing. If this is an investment property, right, an Airbnb that he's collecting on, like, is he
0: mentally handicapped? Right. Because the, the neighborhood was so derelict around it. There's no way. I mean, Justin Long is our age. Right. So there's no way that at some point in his career, when he had enough money to be buying rental properties, that this was a nice neighborhood in 82. It was going to shit. Right. According to the neighbor. Right. So why on earth would he now? I will say I will say, I don't know if he's in Hollywood. Right. And he's just got some shit money manager. Who's just spending his money and being like, you know, here's, yeah, look, I found this, I found a rental property for you to buy in Michigan. Like, I'll say that when, when you, I guess, you know, when you, when you have a lot of money, you don't deal with it all yourself. Maybe somebody screwed him and just bought that because they were trying to spend some of his money. But if he had ever been, but the thing is, I I can, I can understand that, but I don't think he has that kind of money. Correct. Plus we know he's from at least the area because when he gets back, his buddy calls him and he's like, yeah, let's go out and get drunk. So he knows people there. So he Mm -hmm. knew the neighborhood that this house was in, man. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Because yeah, it just, it makes no sense for him
1: to have invested in this property because like it's it's in a a terrible area like not 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 in any other way other than like literally the houses are broken down it is unlivable yeah it is unlivable it is the only house in this area that is standing
0: yeah but somebody is absolutely fleecing him to keep that thing up to date though because the house was in great shape (laughs) well and that, that was the other thing the house is in great shape who did he buy
1: it from Right because if it wasn't Frank
0: right because did, he's still down who, who did Frank
1: sell it to you mm-hmm. know cuz Frank seems like he's been bedridden for a while yes so you know nothing about that makes any sense to me and and it's just like it, this is where the movie really starts to fall apart because like maybe you can kind of explain away why mother would kill keith maybe she thought that um you know he was being aggressive with tess and she was like oh okay well you know i need to protect tess because why the fuck not right Right. um but it's like this makes no sense yeah before the movie starts you have no no logic so you're operating in a world without any fucking logic um the next thing i have written down here is uh if there's a property manager how was this double booked? Right? Um, because someone has had it booked for a month. I think Tess says that she's mm-hmm. had it booked for a month. Uh Keith says that he's had it booked for a little while. If there's a property man, like I have literally never heard of a double booking on Airbnb. Uh, it is technically possible, right? Because you can um, rent them on multiple sites, right? But like if, if you're on top of your stuff, not that. AJ is, but the property manager is because the property manager knew that someone had been there
0: and was texting them both because Keith had the the code to get the key and so did Tess. Right. So somebody was receiving, you know, the 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 messages to they were both so somebody was sending the messages to both of them to to get in. Right.
1: So like so, someone knew and yeah. nothing was done. To me, this is like um, the movie Wreck It Ralph two. Right. Ralph breaks the internet. Right. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to bid all this money on this thing. But that's not how eBay works. You don't pay (laughs) your highest bid, you pay what, like, what the auction is at currently like it'll auto bid for you that's not the way that works like that really upset me but the rest of the movie was so damn good that i was like okay i can accept that (laughs) that was like just the way to get this started um like there is so much to this that it's like i i don't think i can move past this you know um the next thing is yes i'm trying to read what i (laughs) wrote here Um oh yeah. So Tess just believes Keith's story that there's uh which which I don't think it is a story. I think he is telling the truth. Right. Uh that there is a convention going on. Yes. Right. Now I don't know about you, but I've been in cities where there's conventions going on. And as soon as you leave the convention area, there's like a fuck ton more hotels and you can stay wherever you want. Detroit's a big city. Um Every yeah. hotel, like oh. we're talking about thousands of yeah. hotel rooms taken up by one convention.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I was able to I was able to book a room just 15 minutes from the convention center in Mobile, which for a statewide conference uh, and just a few weeks out and Mobile, mm-hmm. not nearly the size of Detroit. So, yeah, it seems to me like would have been able to find somewhere. Right. Why, why stop? Yeah. Why stop? You know, you called one hotel.
1: You didn't even get through and you're just going to believe this guy. Like, I, I oh man, um, this is a big one for me. Why and how did Keith end up beyond the door that leads down to the stairs? Because he just goes in to check that room. Right. The room with the bed and the camera. And then he opens a door and closes it behind him. Correct. And proceeds to go down. Doesn't
0: yell anything back. No, hey, there's a door here. Yeah, and just just goes down these stairs. And then apparently starts sprinting through those hallways. Because he's been to that place. And out of breath by the time she finds him. So apparently he got down there and was like, I must run through these. Yeah, no, agreed. No no common sense. No
1: logic there. Um, Okay, so um, I... I'm not the fi- the biggest fan of police officers. Um, Me either. I um, I know that there are lots of good cops out there. Um, I've had very few interactions with them. Um, however, I've never had an interaction with a police officer quite like that. And um, like, I do realize that we're living in a place where like cops shoot at people for like no reason. But it right. I've never heard of this where a police officer will just assume that a woman who is obviously like, yes, it in 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 physical danger because she's beat the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, That she is just a crackhead and they're going to leave her in this like awful, terrible place that they know, you know, shit goes down here and they're just going to leave her there. Right. Like the the way that they're so dismissive of her, like the the police officers need to be that dismissive for the rest of the story to make sense. Mm-hmm. Because if 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 they behave even slightly like police officers, the movie ends there. Because they break in, they find the tunnel. They're like, "Oh shit, yeah, you're right." You know, maybe they call for backup. And I mean, eventually the mother ends up dying because they they shoot her to death. Right. They find AJ. Uh, maybe they find Frank uh, alive before this happens. I don't know. But um, what I do know is that the only way for the story to continue is for them to behave in this ridiculous way. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they could be uh, sued for like reckless abandonment or endangerment for for leaving her there, you know, like like that's not even like they would take her in the squad car. Yeah. You know. Um, The last thing which which has to do with uh, with the ending and maybe we can go into the ending after after this is the um, the homeless guy. Um, what's his name? I'm looking through the cast here. Um, that she believes Andre, uh, she believes yeah. he was trying to attack her earlier on in the movie. Mm-hmm. He, he was actually trying to warn her. Um, when she finds him, um, he tells her, Oh, you know, we're safe in the water tower because she's never come here to the water tower, and like half a second later, she's busting through the walls of where they are. She rips his arm off. Um, I mean, it's a great scene, but yeah, again, like, why is she being so violent with him? Yes. If what she wants is to mother, why is she being so violent with him? Why is she here at the water tower? For starters, what was it about the water tower? She was ignoring in the first place and why stop ignoring it now and start going towards it. Cause she climbs all the way to the top of the fucking water tower. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. so it, Like it, Nothing about the way mother behaves makes sense. Nothing about the way any of the characters behave makes sense. The only way for this story to happen is for you to say, oh, okay. So I guess that's what they're going to do.
0: Yeah. This, this, this movie seems to have been written with certain, certain point B's that that they wanted to get to. And so they had to create point A's that allowed them to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I agree with, with everything you said. And, and again, like I said, that's why I I don't, I'm just having such a hard time understanding what, why everybody loves this so much because we, we, we have done plenty of movies on here where we've been like, yeah, sure. It doesn't make, but it, but it, but it, 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 you know, it gets us to where we need to be, but in this movie, it's a, it feels like they wanted it to be rooted in this, this, this gritty realism because Mm -hmm. they're throwing all of these mainstream top mainstream, mainstream topics in like Justin Long being accused of rape. Um, You know, this idea, you know, at one point she says something about, um, about how, you know, she's, she just like, because she's a woman, she's always, you know, she's always scared and she's already searched this and that. And, you know like they throw all this stuff in that's like okay this is this is supposed to be very real real world we're supposed to believe that this this is this is going down and so there that all of that being said there are some things that this movie does very well in the story first and foremost at the beginning they do such a great job of leading you to believe that something is going to happen between Tess and Keith. The tension is incredible in in
1: those first like 30 minutes.
0: It's unbelievable where he Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's made her the tea. She won't drink it, you know? So he opens the wine in front of her and suddenly he is a founding member of this, this, this band or this group or whatever that that's going to be that, that this documentary is about and, and, and all of this stuff. And plus, I mean, let's face it, it, it. When we saw it with Skarsgård, right? We, we saw it with Bill Scott, We're like, okay, so he's the bad guy. So, right. <laughs> um, and so you you're you're sitting there and and you're watching it. And you're waiting for something to happen. And then, while it doesn't make any sense as the character develops, that oh shit moment when she just grabs his head and starts smashing it—that shit was horrifying. Yeah, and, and like, and, and it was, and it was the perfect. It was the perfect release valve on all of that tension because until this point, until that point in the movie, it was this move, this movie was one giant tense muscle. Yeah. Because you never knew what was happening. And then you still didn't know, but the screen goes black, and then Justin Long's driving his car, and you can at least kind of breathe and mm. try to figure out what the hell's happening. They do a lot of good with that. They they do. It's funny because they they seem to you know put a lot of effort into silly little things that don't really matter, like the the fact that every time you know anybody opens that that uh, that basement door, it always closes on its own. You know, so mm-hmm. the, no, that's just a thing. This door just closes on its own, so it makes sense for people to get trapped in there. They they do some things like that. They they do some genuinely funny things with with. The way that uh, the characters interact, uh, Justin mm. Long and and Skarsgard in particular do do a great job with all that. It's
1: Justin just- Long made me laugh the whole time yes. when when he starts realizing that there's like this other fucking house under his house, and it's I'm I'm, I'm thinking like this this guy's gonna like call the cops and, and try to see what's going on here. No, you know he's he goes and he starts googling like, yes. like does uh does uh does basement or whatever counts her square square footage footage. (laughs) yes
0: yeah did not not bother you know and 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 that's the thing what's funny is for all the plot holes I didn't have any problem thinking that he wouldn't be bothered finding this gross mattress and a camera like in a secret you know sex dungeon um underneath because because obviously he's a grotesque human being as we come to find out and so it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, somebody's got a rape cave. Okay. I wonder if it's square footage. You know, like <laughs> I, that was the thing for all the plot holes. I was never like, why isn't he freaked out by that? I was like, right. Jackass. Wouldn't it be okay. Whatever. That makes sense. It's just, uh, I can, I can, I can overlook one or two things sometimes. But like you said, you had, you had 10, yeah. you had 10 and it's just, and I think you, they're all valid. Right, and when you're constantly being beat over the head by plot holes, it's so frustrating that every time you start to get into it, you're sucked out of it by something that doesn't make any sense. I can I can overlook a, a solid number of plot holes as long as they're not as long as they're not spaced as, you know, as long as I'm not constantly tripping over them. Right. You know, when, when we did session nine, I give a lot of benefit of the doubt to it because they were, they were, they were things that were kind of easy to gloss over if you were willing to. And there were a Mm -hmm. couple of them and one or two of them were big, but these are just frustrating and just suck you out so much. And like I said, I did find myself scared a lot. There's great tension there's some great scenes mother is horrifying looking yeah. the fact that that think i will i will thank the writer director of this that he did not feel the need to even uh, sh- pretend to show us what was on any of those tapes and justin long did such an amazing job of reacting to what he saw on the tape that if this
1: garbage human being is reacting this way i can't
0: imagine and so that stuff that 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 was a great choice but all of that stuff was all very scary but while we're talking story i've just i've got to get to as as crazy as we've talked about this movie is the ending of this thing was so wild in the fact that, like I said earlier, they seemed hell bent on redefining how far you can push that idea of a Mary Sue, and this this normal this normal woman who is suddenly just imbued with with superhuman powers. So at the end of this movie, uh, I almost called her Georgina. That's her real name. Tess <laughs> Tess gets shot in like the stomach, right? Okay, and and a couple minutes later, she's up and running. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, it's a horror movie, right? People people take some damage. She gets shot in the stomach. She's up and running. She manages to get out this window um, and w- without busting herself up too bad on broken glass or anything. Okay, fine. She then crashes her car into the house. Uh, so, again, should be hurting, mm-hmm. right? uh after that goes running down the street for quite a while because that water tower not that yeah visible. it's pretty far so she's got a gut wound at this point that's just been sitting there nobody's taken the bullet out nobody's bandaged the damn thing she's just got her hand over it right and and so now she's running all the way out of this neighborhood to the water tower she manages to get up the steps. And at this point I'm still going, all right, all right. Suspension of disbelief, right? She's, she's the final girl. She's going to mm-hmm. take it. She's going to take it. And then the entire pane of glass that was suspension of disbelief gets shattered in a moment that defies the laws of physics. <laughs> it is, It defies what what should just genuinely happen to a person. So they both make it to the top of the water tower. Like I said, we were going to come back to the ending. They both make it to the top of the water tower. Justin Long decides, for whatever reason, that creature loves her, will protect her no matter what. My way out is to throw her off the top of this water tower. So Justin Long pushes Tess off the top of this water tower, at which point we get... A shot that she's falling. She is coming off the water tower. Mm -hmm. By the time Mother's not even all the way up there, Mother then comes, jumps off the water tower after her, which was his plan. So, okay. But then somehow manages (laughs) to fall faster than her. It's a short distance, even in a, a full dive. We're not skydiving here and catching up with somebody, right? She manages to fall faster than her, get underneath her, and cushion her blow with her own body, which, I'm sorry, if falling from the top of a water tower, even if you land on top of somebody, Mm -hmm. is going to leave you pretty fucked up.
1: Yeah, especially considering you've been shot in the stomach. Yes. And And have probably lost quite a bit of blood so
0: far. Right, and have not eaten anything but decrepit old breast milk for three weeks right because as far oh as God, we know yeah. <laughs> she wasn't eating her anything and the property manager with justin long call says it's been three weeks since so-and-so was checked in or three or four weeks something like that mm. so for the better part of a month all she's done is drink old lady incest breast milk and she just gets up she gets up and she fucking walks away. And I couldn't, I couldn't. I've, I've seen final girls go through a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, I couldn't buy this. I couldn't get behind it. And in that moment, I was so pissed off. I was so upset by this ending that then I immediately started falling back through all the other things in my head that didn't make sense. And right. that's where this went to shit for me. If this had ended in a way that was the slightest bit logical. If she had at least been limping a little bit more for fuck's sake, you've been shot and thrown off a water tower.
1: She stands up and walks it off like she's Jason fucking Voorhees. It just
0: strolls into the sun, the sunrise. And when you get a moment that's that infuriating, all of a sudden, it shines a light on all of those other things. And yes, then all of those things you're saying start to bother you. Whereas when you were in the moment, you're so sucked in, you, you don't even care, right? right? Like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, does all that make sense? Hell no, especially not the new one. Mm-hmm. But did they keep the chainsaws flying? Fuck yes. You know, they, they, they <laughs> kept they kept you so involved that none of that mattered. But yeah. when you but when you boil this movie down, what they wanted was a movie that was going to show us what the 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 fear of of being a woman and getting into a situation like this, the 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 agony, I guess, of being a a, a woman who grows up in this in this dungeon and doesn't get to raise kids i i kept reading things that were like this shows the the strength of womanhood and motherhood and i'm like what are you seeing that i'm not other than just giving superman like strength to this woman and i just i just got so frustrated with it that then i'm looking back on things like okay if you're an incestuous um if you're if you're the product of incest who's been raised in this dungeon how are you so fucking strong that you can grab justin long by his head and just pull him up
1: that doesn't make a lick of sense man
0: it it doesn't like and and if if there had been a good ending i would have been like she's a movie monster it doesn't matter but now right but now i'm looking back on so many things and so much of it doesn't make sense and i'm just
1: and they had the potential to make a great movie monster because I think Mother has a lot of those qualities. Yeah, but but nothing about the movie
0: motivates me to see her that way. Right, because you're you're you've shown me that the man who was just a normal human being has wasted away to nothing in this dungeon, and well, the- and, and now she who was raised in it and known nothing by it is superhuman. For reasons unknown, you know, at least in the hills have eyes, they were they were out there like doing the damn thing. You know, right. they're out there with tools and shit, and they like built their own stuff. They were country strong. Right. It, it made <laughs> sense in the hills have eyes. Uh, same in um, Eliza Deschew. Wrong turn.
1: Wrong turn. Yeah. Same
0: thing. Yes, these are super strong product of incest hillbillies. But they're living in the country and fending for themselves. And yes, it does say she comes out at night, but it doesn't say that she's hitting a CrossFit gym, right? I mean, and she's she's not she didn't build the house. She seems to come out and hunt, but I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it takes a lot of strength to rip somebody's arms just clean off. Um, I've never done it, but yeah. I have to imagine that it
1: does.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I got I just got so frustrated with it. And and I, I know we we never take this long talking about story, but we have to though. We have to because the story is what everybody's raving about. Right. Everybody's raving about how this is the most original thing in years, and it's and it's untouchable right now. And it's and it's so great. Fuck all that. Uh, every every single thing about X puts every single thing about this movie to shame. It's been a great right. year for horror, and if you want to toss Barbarian in there because it's original, that's spectacular. But don't don't start speaking this dude's name in the same breath as Ty West. For the no, love of God, and, no. and and I'm not even going to mention some of those other people that, that I've seen people comparing him to because, like I said, he's he's not even touching Ty West right now. Should definitely not be mentioned with some of these other people. And don't
1: put him in the same breath as Jordan Peele. I exactly. know that Nope came out this year, and Nope was. Fucking awesome uh, that's that's how you do social commentary in a movie correct you know and and um so is us I, and I <laughs> get <out>. yes exactly <laughs> you know um, it, and to me that's that's one of the things where this movie was weakest because it does attempt to tackle some like really important uh social issues right now but the problem is that the moment those issues start to get interesting and the moment that it really starts to explore it it wipes the slate clean and says Correct. here's another story yep. and here's a here's another side to this issue and it i know that I'm probably alone on this also but I felt like the same thing happened in Dunkirk because in Dunkirk the Oh, okay, Yeah. The 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 war movie. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Nolan. uh, And I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. But the way that time was used in that movie where time was flowing at a different pace for every character. Right. It didn't allow me to really like empathize and sympathize with these characters because the moment I started to get into their story, I had to recalibrate and say, Okay, where are we in time now? Right. And it's it's an interesting uh plot device, it's an yeah, interesting it's, way to tell a story. It's very Christopher Nolan, very Christopher <laughs> Nolan, but it doesn't allow me to really get into the story, right? And that's what happened here because as soon as I was thinking, like, okay, maybe I might be able to understand why Tess would stay here, right? And I'm just I'm just gonna throw all, all, all the illogical decisions out and i'm gonna say okay so this is the horror of being a woman today right where like you do and she she talks about this she lays it all out on the table like you know i i have to i have to think about do i go into this house with you you invited me in um you know and and you didn't even think anything of it i wouldn't have invited you in like that, that that's great I'm glad that there's a movie that's exploring some of these things. But then immediately we shift to AJ and we start getting the, the whole the rape story. Yeah. And, and, and they start to develop that and his character is developing as it goes. It, 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 it goes from like, there was a misunderstanding. I have no idea how this happened to uh like, I guess I, yeah, I, I got to deal with this. I got a lawyer up to, he's talking to his friend at a bar and it's like, yeah, well, you know, maybe she fought it a little bit at first, but then she wanted. And yeah, it's like, Okay, I see where this is going and it's it's a great exploration of the mind of someone who would do something like this. And as soon as that starts to get exploratory, we shift to Frank.
0: Yeah.
1: And Frank's story, and Frank's story to me is Equal parts the most interesting and also the most infuriating because it makes the least amount of sense. Right? Because, um, like, is this about how mediocre white men have destroyed America uh, and and taken away the middle class and um, you know exacerbated the problems of um, you know the 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 overlooked and the 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 under uh, you know uh, represented. Or is it something else? And that's the thing is I have no idea. And I think I'm pretty good at picking this shit up. Right. You know, Um, and and I still can't figure out what exactly Frank's story is and what it's trying to say. So you have these three great themes that run through the movie. And I, I do understand your point of no one wants to stop and say, okay, yeah, this is great. But like you do a shit job of telling it. Right. And 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 you can't say that because if you do, then you're not woke. You're Correct. not, you know, and and, and you've got to be canceled. But the thing is that the, if we do that, all we're doing is supporting mediocre storytelling. And we deserve more because the, the thing with storytelling is that you got to know what you are. It's the very first thing you have to do is you have to decide what's the story I'm trying to tell here.
0: And if there's a story to be told here, it was not told. Exactly. They 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 did it's so it's so many questions left unanswered it it's so many loose ends It it's there's just there's there's so much here and, and and like i said there there is a lot to like there's there's genuinely some really good stuff there's a good movie in here in fact i think there's three good movies in right here. i think so too <laughs> but you gotta dig
1: deep you gotta dig so far you create a labyrinth under yeah, a house to you know- find it
0: you know, I think that I think that something that could have been accomplished um, in this movie—that I think that they could have completely left Frank's bit out, mm-hmm. and I think that we could have just gotten—we um, could have just gotten the guy, the um, uh, Andre. We could have just gotten Andre's take on what had happened in there, seen the guy down there, figured that stuff out for ourselves. And then if this thing was a box office smash, then you can make me a fucking movie about Frank, and it can be right. gr- it can be gruesome and grotesque, and it can be whatever, and and you can do you can go the the X Pearl route. Obviously, Pearl was always in the cards for X because they came out the same year, mm-hmm. so you could have gone that route instead of shoehorning in this 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 plot device that I don't think really added anything to the movie, because I think that. Because after we see it all, then we get Andre explaining it to Tess. And it was like, oh, yeah, well, I did know that. But this would have sufficed as well. Now, that being said, we wouldn't have got what was a beautifully shot flashback scene. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 angles that they were using throughout that scene the color scheme being completely different the mm-hmm. view of the neighborhood the the entire feel of letting you know like i said i'm like oh heat of the moment so you know i'm like i'm like asia and i'm trying to think back Yeah, so i'm like 81 82 all right yeah like all of that stuff was really well done but did it add anything to the movie no Mm-mm. it did it did it detract from the movie absolutely because mm-hmm. it derailed what was happening at the time yeah. And so you just, it's there, there's, there's a, like you said, there's, there's three good movies here. And there's, there's three solid bits of storytelling that don't go together well. And we're just kind of left with a jumbled mess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that that's uh, the most polite way to put it. Um, what, what the movie does well however i think is um exploring economy of characters right right? here we go we really only have a handful of characters in this and um i think that they're all very interesting and um i think that they're very well written for like all of the issues with plot that this movie has the characters I feel are very fleshed out and they feel very very real I think that there's a lot of great performances in here um is there anyone that stands out to you um be they hero or villain um anyone
0: so uh, the standout for me here is is Bill Skarsgård uh Keith in this movie was so good I was I was just sitting I'm just I was just sitting there waiting for him to be some sort of killer that had set all this up right and and that's the thing that that premise for the beginning of this movie was so good and and I he's there's there's a, one of the one of the very first things that he says to Tess is he looks at her and says do I look like some kind of monster and that yeah. was so good and you're talking about callbacks to other movies and stuff like that that's so perfectly placed that's that that is that is how you do it yeah. you have the guy that's known for the role and then you have him say something like that that was very well done he did a great job of I mean, it, it's just his face, but looking menacing while playing mm-hmm. innocent. Uh, but, you know, just the little things like when he when he's sitting there with the bottle of wine and he says, well, I noticed you didn't drink your tea. So I wanted to make sure you saw me open this in case you wanted some. Right. Just all of that stuff. It's so good. It's like, Is he
1: playing coy? Like, what, what exactly is he doing here? He yeah. did. He
0: did such a good job of playing what seemed to be like the apex predator. Who's mm-hmm. was like, this guy knows his shit. This guy knows the game. He is down. Like I was so convinced that whatever was going to happen in this story, I was so convinced that for a while there, when Justin Long got down to the dungeon, I kept waiting for some sort of explanation as to how that wasn't really his head that got smashed. I was, Right, yeah, and I thought I they was, were in on it together. Yes, I kept waiting for there to be some sort of, aha, Ah, and then it was you know like and they had swapped out his head because the flashlight had moved or something he was so freaking good at that Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: and i loved that and then the other one for me as much as much as i complained about it her not making sense mother is the framework of a very very cool movie monster yeah she is there are there there is absolute blueprints for a great movie monster, there and you know I've already mentioned the hills have highs and wrong turn. It's not anything that's brand new, but they did it in such a cool way in creating this. The one, you know, she's not just she's not just sex crazed uh, like mm-hmm. those others. She's she genuinely wants to raise a baby, and apparently all she does is watch that breastfeeding video on a loop or whatever, mm-hmm. and. And, and and that's what she wants to do, and and you know for the part of this, you know for for as much as the this it it, it also it okay, Ooh, I'm I'm thinking about thirteen things at once. Here we go. So for as much as the idea of where did all these bodies go, and and if he did all these things with those people, you do I guess part of the reason that you you need to know that is because maybe she was trying to raise some of them, and so there is a pain in her that is just the constant losing. Of children so okay. you, you do you do have that and it's the stuff like that that for all the times that they tried to fill in holes like that is one that they could have filled in a little bit better for me and that character could have been fleshed out better because ultimately when this is all said and done at well, i don't the know end, about
1: fleshed out i i saw plenty of flesh when it came to mother
0: <laughs> there there was there was a lot of flesh um <laughs> But, uh, you know, for, for all of the, for all of those things, she's, like I said, the framework is there and, and and there's an idea there for a very good movie monster who gets the classic universal turn of who's the real monster at the end, right? Right. You know, you, you get that. It's very Frankenstein and Creature from the Black Lagoon and all those things where you're, you're left wondering, like, wait a minute. who's It was
1: Beauty Killed the Beast. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, you get that awesome moment. It just doesn't make sense the way they got there. <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. Um, yeah, so uh, since you mentioned too, I think I'll mention too. Um, for me, the the standout is uh, is AJ, um, is it Gilroy? Uh, uh, yeah. Gilbrand? Yeah. Um, uh justin long Yeah. gilbride Gilbride. Gilbride, that's what it is yeah so aj gilbride um played by justin long to me he just like he he is such like an amoebic actor like he has this ability to conform to the role that he's in and um like because because he's great in uh, Jeepers Creepers mm-hmm. uh, just like he's great and Hard, just like he's great and accepted, accepted. just like he's uh, accepted is maybe my favorite of his <laughs> um, and I do think he was great here yeah. um, uh, and I in fact I think every single performance in this was fantastic um, and for me he just like he exudes dirtbag yeah. He, like from, yeah he from the moment it. you see him in his car, it's like I fucking hate this guy. Yep. You know, he's he's the type of guy that in high school I would have fucking hated. And the and the moment that I had an opportunity to sit down next to him, I would have taken it because he would have he would have taken me places, you know? <laughs> like he's that kind of dirtbag. Yeah. He's, he's the guy who um, as my wife likes to say, fails up his entire life. And I love that. Yeah. that's yeah, the Perfect way of putting it. it. It's the perfect way of putting it. And, and he, he really does um, like embody that. We all know this guy, the guy who, um, you know, it, he, you just, you, you, you wouldn't trust him to watch your kids. Yeah. They're just, you, would, you wouldn't leave your wife alone in the room with him.
0: Your, your typical frat guy here yeah. in college town.
1: And and I think he does a a stellar stellar job with it. Um, the other character that I think was just incredible was Tess. Um, you know, and she she really is the driving force of the movie. Right. Um, uh, you know, it starts with her, it ends with her. Uh, I think that she's a great final girl. Um, if you can get over the fact that she should probably be dead. Um, twice, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like even in Superman, Richard Donner took better care <laughs> to like leave enough space, like distance, for Superman to actually catch Lois Lane, right? You know, um, and he's the man of fucking steel, you know. Uh, mother is not, right? Mother, mother is very clearly soft flesh, and 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 yet it refuses to die. Fuck me, yeah. you know, like that. That didn't make any sense. It's like she's she's just a person.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, a
1: person. Push. You know, m- maybe a couple of extra, or you know, missing a couple of chromosomes, but she's a person, yeah. and and that's all that she is. But fuck. Yeah. Like, it it makes it makes no sense, but regardless, Tess is amazing. She's a great actress. Um, I don't know that I've seen her in anything else, but um, I'm really interested to see what she has uh coming up next because she really really impressed me yeah her her
0: filmography is real short Uh, i mean it's it and it just started like in 2017 and none of them are are things i've seen three of them are short films so um but yeah i'm i'm excited to see to see where she goes because you're right for for all for all of my you know for all of everything um i had to say that was wrong with uh with the ending that's not her fault. She acted the way that that the movie was written. Um, but we do, Nick, uh, we do have Nick, we do have Nick chiming in here um, about AJ he calls him the quintessential entitled dude, Nick Hardy, friend yeah. of the show. Love you, Nick. Thank you. Absolutely. And then um, also a hyper powerful person. She does easily <laughs> jump out of that hole. Yes. Yes. With a whole dude. Yes. She absolutely does. Yeah. That's what i was saying. Like she just like grabs him by the head and just pulls, pulls him out. Like it's, It's so, I don't know. It's so weird, but like I said, framework for a great movie monster. It's yeah,
1: absolutely. Also, I was thoroughly uh, surprised to see Richard Brake in this uh, because I've become a fan of his uh, through Rob Zombie. Yes. And and to see him, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't know Richard Brake was going to be in this. So it was great to see him. The goddamn Night King. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh but, but but I mean I, I wish he had been given more to do. Yes. Uh,
0: and that's why I said, like, like I said, you. just tell me this, tell have have Andre tell me a story, and then if this movie is gangbusters, give me a movie about Frank. You know, right. it's, it's it's there and it can be done. So um, you know. And again, we we did spend a lot of time, a lot of time shitting on this movie and story, but but we are now getting to some of the better parts as we talk about the characters. And Dave, you mentioned a lot at the beginning um, about the filmmaking of this. So this was uh, this was uh, Zach Krieger's uh, was directorial debut. And so what what about this was was great or awful for you? What what was exceptional? What was bad? You know, tell me the fil- let's look at the technical aspects of this one.
1: Technical aspects of this thing. I mean, it is a really well-made movie. Uh, it looks fantastic. He has a real eye for framing things. Like he composes shots really, really well. Uh, I'm not sure who uh, the DP was on this movie, but um, uh, Zach Cooperstein or Cooperstein. Cooperstein. Uh, yeah. But fuck, man. Yeah. I mean, it looks incredible. Some of those shots are. You know, ripped right out of other movies and, uh, you know, it definitely lots of horror inspiration there, but inspiration from all sorts of other stuff. Yeah. And um, and it is really, really beautiful. It's a beautifully shot movie, beautifully lit. The the camera work is spectacular. Uh, so again, a, a, a lot. I think uh, you, you got to give to Zach Cooperstein because because uh, fuck that was awesome. And also for me, uh, we've talked about this before. I am a sucker for a synth score. Yes, you and are. Uh, Anna Drubich, Drubich is that or Drubic? Um, wow, what a fucking score! I really dig this. I actually listened to it like on its own uh, the day after, and it. It slaps, man. This yeah. is this is a great, great score. I mean, it really is a shame that the story brings it down so much because, on every other level, this this is actually, I think, a pretty fantastic, like one of the better made movies yes. we've done on the show.
0: I I agree, and that is and and it, uh, it's uh, you know it that idea of putting lipstick on a pig, right? Polishing a turd, mm-hmm. and. They, they, they shine the shit out of this one, man. Because the way, there are some amazing, amazing uh, shots in this. There's, there's the one where uh, Justin Long is freaking out down in the tunnel. And they've got that weird kind of wide angle lens on him. That's yeah. The like GoPro on a selfie stick type thing. And I mean, you're just right there in his face as he's freaking out. Just such a great moment to use that scene. The way that everything was always lit when they were down mm-hmm. there in the dungeon the way that it was it never felt like there was any sort of light that didn't belong every mm. any light source that was down there in that dungeon and yet made it was sense. lit yes yeah like, like it, it all made sense it, when the flashlight was flickering you know there was nothing to see the the cell phone camera light only lighting so much um the 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 pink glow coming out of the one room down at the end of the hallway. Just those little things that you could see. I I kept being impressed with how they managed to light that in a way that really felt like you were down there with just one flashlight. Mm. I was super impressed by that. I think that that some of the cleanest uh, examples of how good that the filmmaking was in this comes in that flashback scene. Mm -hmm. Just the the decisions to to completely change the the color scheme, the filters, the everything, even the angles are completely different when we're when we're seeing everything um, through from Frank's story. It's it's almost like there's a different camera and a different cameraman. Mm -hmm. And and all of that made so much sense to me that they do change the
1: lens out they capture a lot more yes it's wider screen um so i i I don't know if they swapped it out for um you know a a bigger lens i I, i'm not that you know techie that i know exactly which lens does what um but you know they fuck it worked (laughs) yeah and
0: just all all of that stuff that's that was the stuff that it, that stuff was all so good that with a salient ending to this movie, I would have been able to, I never would have looked back on so much of that stuff yeah. because there was a lot of good here. And, and, and yes, when it's all said and done, a majority of this podcast is, is going to be us talking about what's not good, but, but it's because somebody needed to say it. Right. Yeah. But there, there is a lot of really good here. And, and all of those, all those characters, all those actors, and just, just the the little tricks of things at one point when, when Tess comes out of her room and she's watching Keith and he's having the, the night terror and you just get that really, out of focus glimpse of maybe something moving back into the basement maybe it's just that door kind of casually closing Mm -hmm. you get that great shot you get uh uh, when justin long first comes into the house and and you, you get this really good shot just down this hallway perfectly lit by just this one window in the back door you're right the, the the crew the director and, and the um the cinematographer and whatnot in, in this one they framed everything so beautifully and they did such a such an amazing job the the image of that house against the backdrop of this just bombed out and depleted mm-hmm. area was so gorgeous and i'm sure that if i'm sure there's somebody out there who's got some amazing analogy for what that was but i'm just gonna say it was it was beautiful and it was it was it was a really cool idea to do that to have her show up at night and and not see how bad the neighborhood was there's there there was a lot of good in that stuff so i'm with you i think that when this is definitely one of the better made ones Uh, this this you know x was a b movie that reveled in a b movie and decided to just be the best b movie possible Mm -hmm. this is a b movie that showed up wearing a fucking louis vuitton suit right (laughs) this 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 is a b movie that that showed up it, it d- dressed to the nines, and and is just hoping that you don't look down and see that it's still wearing shoes from when it was fifteen years old, right? Like it's
1: that's a great analogy. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Um,
0: it's it is it is absolutely a movie that that did its best to make you overlook some things that should have made it less and uh, i think that a lot of people are really fell under the spell of how pretty this movie was
1: i think that's the perfect way of putting it um because it 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 does you know kind of mystify how how well made it is um and you know depending on the viewer you know you can overlook a lot uh But this leaves us with really only one thing to talk about, uh, which we always like to leave for last because we like to leave the best for last. Correct. Um, And that is violence and gore. It's uh, it's what we're here for. It is violence and gore. Uh, Violence and gore. It's what we're here for. Um, I'm going (laughs) to add that as a jingle. It's going to be great. Yeah, uh, probably look now, not. Taylor Swift. We're
0: coming for one of them top 10 <laughs> spots.
1: Uh, so uh, this movie, along with being called, you know, one of the most wholly original movies in in a long time, one of the scariest movies in a long time, it I have also heard, um, on, on many a different YouTube channel, on uh, I've read on many a review that this is one of the most violent movies to come out in a long time um daniel how does that make you feel
0: yeah i mean it's <laughs> okay you know like we 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 do this a lot right we're only a couple weeks off of terrifier we're just desperately waiting for terrifier 2 to come out to it comes out reunion. friday fuck yeah yeah no i pre-ordered
1: um, it already yeah
0: okay excellent <laughs> um so is it is it violent yeah hell yeah it's violent is, is it gory mm, mm, i don't know maybe but definitely <laughs> like one of the most violent and gory to to come out in a long time the texas chainsaw wasn't that long ago guys i, I mean it's it is it is effective use of violence yes it is uh it, it is it is as violent and as gory as it needs to be Mm -hmm. Uh, but to call, I think that, I think that for, you know, kind of mainstream release for a movie that, that takes itself seriously, whereas Texas Chainsaw doesn't, then yeah, sure. You know, uh, Terrifier, Texas Chainsaw, those are movies that never really take themselves seriously. They're out just for gore. So I I guess if you're looking for a movie, yeah, exactly. You're looking, if you're, if you're comparing it to other movies with, with, with a plot, then yeah, I guess it is. (laughs) But I mean, there, there is some, there is yeah there we go there's nick yeah hell x wasn't that long ago exactly x came out this year right so um but uh yeah no but the violence is very effective and it's very good we get some we get some great stuff yeah does it make sense that she can tear the arm off the dude no does it kick ass fuck yeah uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm always down to watch somebody's arm get torn off and watch them beat to death with it. That's yeah, crazy. no, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the type of stuff I'm here for. Uh, like I said, that moment of Keith's head getting smashed against the bricks, spectacular. Mm-hmm. And the 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 per, I mean that was one of the most picturesque jump scares in forever because it came on the heels of another jump scare and you were still recovering. Yeah, it was it was it was the it was the fabled multi orgasm of jump scares. You know, I was I was still in my recoil period. Um, I was I was tender to the touch. I wasn't ready to go again. And then it happened. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know the 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 violence that we got here was extremely effective. And I will say, I do really appreciate that they didn't cross the line into showing me the sexual violence that was on those films. We've had this discussion right. before of that idea of using sexual violence for shock factor is, is not even hack at this point. It's just gross. And, uh, and it wouldn't have added anything to the story. We knew what he'd done. And so I, I actually, this is one of the few times where I'm going to praise the director's choice to not show me a, as much violence as they could have mm. and and say that it was absolutely the right choice.
1: Um I'm kind of there with you. Um the violence and the gore was effective uh but it was also punctuating. Um like it would it would right. come and then it would go for a long time. Um and when you stop to think about it, there's really only um Four instances of violence, right? There's Keith's death, there's mm-hmm. um Andre's death, there's right. AJ's death, and mother's death. Because yeah, we don't, I, right. I, I don't think we even we see Frank's we death.
0: Don't, we don't see Frank, we just hear the gunshot, right? You know, so
1: we only see four acts of violence. Uh, now, the suggestion of, of violence, you know, sexual violence is is always there, right? So, you know, uh, that is something that is looming. But as far as the movie's portrayal of the violence, I mean, there's four instances of violence in a horror movie. Um, I mean, the, <laughs> that's not a lot, you know, and, no. and, 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 and like you said, that's not the focal point of the movie. So, uh, so I'm okay with that. And it was great when it happened, uh, because it was typically shocking. Um, Sometimes that came at the expense of story, you know, because you you were left scratching your head, like, why did that happen? But, uh, but it was always satisfying in the moment. And I think that that's that's important for a horror movie, uh, particularly one, you know, and we're living in a post covid world where lots of stuff is released, um, you know, at home. But this horror movies are meant to be seen in theaters with a large group of people where you can hear the recoil of people like sinking further and further into their seats, covering their eyes and and and, uh, you know, holding back the the gasps through clenched fists uh, you know that's that's what horror is really about and i think that had i seen this in a movie theater um maybe it would seem even more effective right uh but uh i think that to call this you know one of the most violent and gory movies to come out in a long time um, no, um, I mean, yeah, I ha- I have to imagine that someone who is not a horror fan is saying this, except that I'm seeing some of these people on YouTube who are horror movie reviewers saying this stuff. Like, yeah. I ha- I have to wonder, like, are people being paid?
0: <laughs> it's it's so weird, man. Uh, you know, I I would venture to say. That with the exception of, you know, our, our great and fantastic Rocky Horror episode for Halloween. <laughs> it really that, was. That every, like the past five or six movies we've done have all been more violent than this. Yeah. And Hellraiser, Terrifier. Our yeah. Terrifier's older, but Hellraiser released this year. X released X. this year. Now, I haven't
1: uh, seen Pearl yet, but my understanding is Pearl doesn't hold back on the violence either. Right.
0: And so, yeah, you you can only assume that that these are people who are like, oh, okay, well, this one's this one's more mainstream, so I'm gonna watch this one, and then they're saying those things. <laughs> we got we got Nick. We oh, we both keep trying to click it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we we need to get y'all some of that money, right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't um, think they're paying us anything, Nick. No, not no, <laughs> not, they're anymore. not t- we, we, no, we did it again. We did. You get it. You get it. All right. So I'm I'm there just gonna go. let you do that from now on. All right. So, um, but yeah, no, we definitely do. Like, uh, you know ty west hey jordan peele rob zombie you know we're gonna say the right things um oh and also we got one other from nick here who's got an idea for a sequel nick saying uh they could make a spin-off of a a, a spin-off movie of that guy aj because he's still out there he is he is um uh, except we got his head split open so are you not talking about aj which guy could they do a spin-off movie about aj got his head ripped in half if you're still out there watching nick chime in uh because aj's head got ripped wide open um andre might still be alive i don't know how easy it is to beat somebody to to uh, one arm arm andre just one arm andre getting a spin off maybe that's who he meant i mean there Um, was a
1: fire there if he cauterized the wound uh right away maybe he'd live if he didn't go into into shock
0: yeah so um but yeah i i would uh the abductor he shot himself yeah he shot himself we we heard the gunshot uh, Nick Nick saying he's talking about the abductor. Now, we could get a prequel movie about him, as we've talked about, but he definitely yeah. shot himself when when uh, when AJ moved that table closer. Um, I will say, though, yeah, like you said, for those four instances of violence, they're all very good. Watching her grab him by the eyeballs, yeah, when she dug those thumbs yeah, in. Yeah, that was great. That was gruesome. But then the behind shot of the head kind of splitting open, so it wasn't as much. It was cool. It was cool. Mm-hmm. But the most brutal thing in a long time, yeah I don't think so. (laughs) Definitely not. So, I mean, so that's going to take us to the point where this is going to be one of the tougher ones. we got to rate this movie. Uh, We always like to remind you we only rate a movie against itself. So we are only looking at Barbarian. We are not comparing it to any other abduction movies or incest uh, monster movies. We're just looking at Barbarian, which is why for every movie we like to create a unique rating system. And for this movie, we had a couple of ideas. But what we are definitely going to go with is out of a possible five underground sex dungeons, Dave, what do you give Barbarian? Um, So I've gone back and forth on this.
1: I've waffled between two different scores. Uh, I was considering giving it a three. Um, The thing is, I'm not certain how much the filmmaking saves the movie. Um, I'm all about story. I'm all about theme. um, And when it comes down to it, um, the craft is there, but I think that you can get a movie that's just as well made and have it make sense. I don't see myself ever watching this again um in fact we had an extra week and i considered watching it again i'm like well you know let me watch it again just to see you know i would be watching a movie this week anyway because if it was a new episode i'd be watching that thing and i could not muster the desire to watch it again and um every time i spoke to someone about it there's a couple of people at work who've seen it um All it did was deepen my disdain for this movie. Um, So uh, it's a well-made movie, so I cannot give it a terrible score. Uh, But it's not a well-made movie I will ever watch. Um, But it is a well-made movie that I think some people can get enjoyment from. So I am going to go with two and a half uh, hidden sex dun- dungeons. I I think that um, I think that that's right where this should be because I want to be cruel, and I want to say you wasted my time. Um, so I'm gonna give it a lower score. But number one, okay. no one cares, uh, and 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 number two, um, it, it's it's well made. You know, so I keep going back to that. So I, I I think two and a half. I don't think I'll be recommending this to too many people. Uh, and when I do, I'll be wanting to have a discussion with them afterwards. Because if I feel like if you like this movie, we can't be friends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. <sighs> fuck this movie, man.
0: Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to go that low, but I'm not going to go much higher. I'll just go ahead and say it, and then I'll give me reason. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go three hidden sex dungeons on this one because. Yes, the ending pissed me off. Uh, yes, there were plot holes that, that I am not happy about. And no, I, I will probably not watch this again. I actually had the same thought process where I said, well, you know, I guess I could watch it again and just kind of refresh. Mm-hmm. But I just I didn't I didn't want to put the time into it. The, the difference being I would recommend this to people. I would say like this movie has its faults, but it's, it's all right. If you're looking for something, you know, current, you want to watch something new. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not to watch it yet. Yeah, make, make your own decisions. Uh, and, but I am with you in that after you watch it, I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you about it. And I want to <laughs> see if you notice these things and, and why you're okay with uh, or not okay with, right. with the way that some of these things went down. So I, I am, I am going to give it three though, because I, I'll tell people, yeah, you should give it a watch, and just because I want to know what you think. Because right now I'm just baffled. Now I I will say that while this is in the 90s on Rotten Tomatoes, I've seen a couple aggregate scores that pop it right around that 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 C, right? That yeah, so, that was
1: the audience score. Uh, yeah, leaving the the movie.
0: Yeah, and so and so I, I can I, I can see where. If you're just in it for some some cool kills and a great final girl and some good characters because they are awesome characters, they they are there are great effects, there are great shots. There's 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 three hidden sex dungeons worth of material here that's good. Uh, it's just the 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 story stuff is so bad that yeah, I'm gonna deduct two full sex dungeons because I, I, just, I I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just not on board. And yeah, I, if if I were to go and three is being a little generous because if I were to go any higher than that, it would indicate that I would watch it again. And I really have no plans right. of ever, of ever catching this one again. I'm good. I've seen it. Uh, you give me, you give me my, my, the, the Frank prequel. Then, yeah, I'll watch him when it comes to HBO, especially if it's going to be shot like that flashback. And Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe we get some story of how he built this house and just happened to find those tunnels and then was able to just build dig a short tunnel down into the big ones or something, (laughs) you know, pave over a couple of these plot holes for me. Just if if you're going to do that. But yeah, so I'm going to land on three. So what's five and a half, I mean, divided by twos, two, seven, five. So, you know, we're, we're, it's just, it's just right there between us. Right. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. So we'll round up because, uh, because that is how math works. Yep. So, uh, so three sec- hidden sex dungeons. Um, I did want to rate this out of plot holes, <laughs> uh, but I, I thought that, um, that might clue you into what yeah (laughs) what I was going to be thinking how I was going to be rating this thing Um, so uh, so there you have it we have uh, three hidden sex dungeons for this episode of shiver horror movie podcast we thank you so very much if you stuck with us from the very beginning Uh, if you came in at some point later uh, we thank you for coming in late uh, if you're listening to us instead of watching us online, uh, you know, watch us live because uh, uh, I think we have a good time, right? Uh, Nick came in and uh, had a, had a couple of chuckles, so uh, thanks, Nick. It's always, it's always good to see you here. Um, so uh, d- d- we don't have anything coming up,
0: do we? Uh, we don't have anything uh, super special coming up. We've been uh, we were we were so focused on October that now we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants as November goes by um we do we 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 are looking at probably doing uh, for christmas time we're gonna we there's there's a whole host of christmas horror movies out there mm-hmm. i just oh man I, have you ever heard of the have you ever heard of ginger dead man with gary Busey? Yes.
1: yes i have i, have not I haven't heard seen of it, it until but, today
0: yeah. oh okay <laughs> so, so there's a host of christmas movies out there we're going to play November by ear. We're going to see what happens. You know, there's only so many blood rages in the world, right? So, And, and you know, uh, we're thankful for it. <laughs> yeah, there's the exact <laughs> right number of blood <laughs> rages in the Some world. Some might
1: say there's one more than necessary. Hey. So make sure you head to
0: shiverpod.com. You can find the links to everything that we've got here. Links to download us, to watch us. Follow us on all the social media at shiverpod. We are back to posting memes and updates and just having some fun with it. To everybody who follows us on Instagram, you guys have been great. We've been getting... I got an. E- we got an email today that said our interaction was up 94% in October from September. So hey, yeah. thank you all so much for everybody who likes and shares our posts. Every single one of them means the world to us. And every one of them is helping us grow. Uh, we love you all so much. Uh, it's at ShiverPod on all of your social media. And brand new, our YouTube channel is now YouTube.com slash at shiver pod because shiver uh youtube has handles now and so our youtube is even at shiver pod now if you ever want to tag us in uh somebody else's video or send them a link we are at shiver pod on youtube as well there you go
1: so on behalf of all of us here at shiver fright you very much